Praise God. Somebody needs to catch on fire. Burning. Burning. Anybody smell smoke? Hallelujah. They say wherever there's smoke, there is fire. And I sense the presence and power of our God who is a consuming fire. Let's give the Lord a great hand clap of praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Fire, fire, fall on us just like it did on the day of Pentecost. Oh, my brothers and sisters, what a time we are living in now. You know, I prayed and asked the Lord, you know, about all the things that are happening all around us, uncertainties and all these different things that are going on. In fact, I wasn't even sure that I'd be able to make this trip. Amen. I had so many cancellations and just so many things, so many changes. And we are living in a time of unprecedented change. However, the greatest change is yet to come. Hallelujah. When we will put off this fleshly body, the Bible says we all shall be changed. Oh, glory to God. It's something in the atmosphere. There's something in the spirit. Amen. I can sense it. I can feel it. There's, there's, a, there's, a, there's a movement. It's almost like waves of electricity in the Holy Ghost. And for some people, it might be unsettling. Some people, it might make them nervous. But the Bible says when these things begin to happen, begin to look up, look up, look up, look up, look up for your redemption is drawing nigh. It is closer than we think. It's close. We've talked about it. We've preached about it. We've sung songs about it. But my brothers and sisters, it's close. Closer than what you can imagine. Anything and everything we need to do, we need to do it now. We can't afford to put nothing off. We can't afford to procrastinate. If you need the Holy Ghost, you need the Holy Ghost now. If you need to be baptized in water in the name of Jesus, you don't have time to wait anymore. You need to do it now. If you need to get your life right and repent of your sins, you need to do it now. The clock is ticking and time is moving and I'm telling you, Jesus is on the way. I said, Jesus is on the way. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. If you have your Bibles with you today, I want to invite you to go with me to the book of Acts, the first chapter of the book of Acts. I'm going to begin reading at verse number 4 down to verse number 11. Praise the Lord. God is so good. And he knows what he's doing. Praise God. It's so good to see all of your faces again. All my precious brothers and sisters and a few new ones I haven't met before. Amen. God is good. And all the folks that are watching by live stream, we have a lot of people that have not yet come back to the building, but they are faithfully in tuned and they're with us and we greet them. Everyone say amen. amen. We greet all of them, amen, that are watching us. 
Praise God. From the book of Acts, chapter 1, beginning at verse number 4. And being assembled together with them, speaking of Jesus, he commanded them that they should not depart from Jerusalem, but wait. Everyone say wait. Wait for the promise of the Father, which saith he, you have heard of me. For John truly baptized with water. But you shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost. Not many days hence. When they therefore were come together, they asked of him, saying, Lord, wilt thou at this time restore again the kingdom to Israel? And he said unto them, It is not for you to know the times or the seasons which the Father had put in his own power. But ye shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you and you shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and in Samaria and unto the uttermost part of the earth and when he had spoken these things while they beheld he was taken up and a cloud received him out of their sight and while they looked steadfastly toward heaven as he went up behold two men stood by them in white apparel which also said ye men of Galilee why stand ye gazing up into heaven this same Jesus oh glory hallelujah not another Jesus but the same Jesus which is taken up from you into heaven shall so come in like manner as ye have seen him go into heaven this same Jesus I don't know about you my brothers and sisters but I am anticipating I am expecting I am watching for this same Jesus. Hallelujah. As sure as he went up in the clouds, he's coming back. 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 Hallelujah. So the next few minutes, that's what I want to speak on. This same Jesus. Let's pray together, Holy Spirit of the living God. Oh, Father, we love you for this opportunity to stand in your presence one more time, Lord. It's by your grace. It's by your mercy that we are still here. Father, Lord God, we trust and believe your eternal word is already settled. Lord, you know the end from the beginning. And now, Father, we invite your holy presence to penetrate this place. Saturate us with the Holy Ghost. Let the fire, Lord God, burn in our hearts as we dwell in your presence presence we pray your anointing we pray your perfect will be done in Jesus name and let the church say amen, amen. look at your neighbor before you see that it says the same Jesus God bless you and you may be seated this same Jesus oh hallelujah when we talk about the Lord Jesus Christ we're not talking about a fictional character 
We're not talking about somebody's Sunday school or some made up story. We're not talking about something that just happened more than 2,000 years ago and is so distant and far away from us today. I'm telling you, we are living closer to God now than we've ever lived in the history of the world. Jesus is coming. And there are some people that have made the mistake of thinking that those things in the scriptures were just for them back then. No, 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 no. The word of God is quick. The word of God is powerful. And that word is just as important today as it was 2,000 years ago. That's one of my, I was talking to pastor yesterday. One of the things that have just burdened my heart is our desire, amen, to love the word of God, to embrace the word of God, to study the word of God. Oh, we need the word of God more now than ever. We need to be people of the word. Heaven and earth shall pass away but this word shall never pass away what God said in this word he means it amen hallelujah and every word of God is truth glory to God in first Corinthians chapter 10 and verse 11 the apostle Paul said now all these things happen unto them for our example and they are written for our admonition upon whom the ends of the world are come. Those things that happened with the disciples, those things that happened in the Old Testament, those folks didn't have the privilege of having the full understanding of what God was doing or what God was meaning. Jesus said some things that was a mystery to them. He spoke in parables to them. Many times after his teaching, people in the crowd would walk away and said, these are hard sayings. Who can hear these things? Many people got up and left the Lord. Even the disciples might have even contemplated but the Lord looked over at them and said will you also go away Peter stood up and said where shall we go you're the only one that have the words to eternal life and more they hung around the Lord the more he began to reveal the more they stayed with him the more he began to cause them to understand they couldn't get a hold on a lot of things but these things are clear to us upon whom the ends of the world have come let me tell you something I don't believe we got another 2,000 years to go I don't believe we got another 200 years to go I doubt if we got another 20 years to go we are the generation that's gonna see the coming glory to God it's gonna happen I believe it's going to happen hallelujah praise God we've got to get a grasp on the hour that we are living in these are not normal times this is not church as usual my God, we are on the precipice of the sounding of the trumpet. I feel it from the top of my head to the soles of my feet. And it doesn't make me afraid. It doesn't make me nervous. I get excited. Come on, Jesus. I'm tired of this world. I'm tired of sin. I'm tired of hate. I'm tired of sickness. I'm tired of cancer. I'm tired of diabetes. Am I the only one tired? I'm ready to get out of here. I'm ready to get out of here. I'm ready to dance on the streets of gold. I'm ready to see my Jesus. He's coming. 
and it's sooner than you think the book of Philippians chapter 3 at verse number 20 the Bible teaches us it says in Philippians 3 beginning at verse 20 for our conversation is in heaven it doesn't mean conversation as in talking it means our lifestyle we ought to have a heavenly lifestyle we ought to walk so different in this world that people know something is strange about us we shouldn't look like the world we shouldn't talk like the world there ought to be something peculiar the bible says we are a peculiar generation hallelujah our conversation is in heaven from whence also we look for the savior the lord jesus christ let me ask you a question this morning what are you looking for or rather what are you looking at we're living in an hour now where the devil's number one objective is to bring confusion to the church his number one objective is to bring distraction to the church hallelujah the bible teaches us to set our affections on the things that are above not on the things of the earth i could care less who's going to be president in the next two months i could care less about what's happening down on wall street my affections are on things above all this stuff is going to burn up all this stuff is going to pass away but they that do the will of god they shall abide for eternity glory to god what does the scripture says we looking for him we are looking for him what is he going to do he says who shall change our vile body that it may be fashioned under his glorious body Woo! god's going to change this thing god going to change this thing hallelujah no more tiredness no more high blood pressure no more arthritis some of y'all must like having arthritis not this brother hallelujah no more short of breath no more worrying about weight no more worrying about high cholesterol no more worrying about cysts or tumors no more worrying about thyroid problems glory to God all the sicknesses in this vile body in a moment in a twinkling of an eye it's all it's all going to be changed it's all going to be changed oh, excuse me for getting too excited he says according to the working which is the Holy Ghost whereby he is able even to subdue all things unto himself brothers and sisters it's going to happen let me refer you, refer you to another scripture 1 Thessalonians chapter 4 and verse number 15 now some of these scriptures at least most of these scriptures you're already familiar with you've heard it a hundred times perhaps but let me tell you something don't ever get used to it don't ever take it for granted I pray and I say Lord when I see your word let me see it fresh as if I'm looking at it for the first time when I hear the preacher preach I know my ears let me hear it fresh anew perhaps there's something there I didn't see the last time first Thessalonians chapter 4 beginning at verse 15 the Apostle Paul said for this we say unto you by the word of the Lord you can count on this 
that we which are alive. He's not talking about folks that lived 2,000 years ago. He's not talking about the people that lived in his day. He's talking about we who are alive. My Lord, is anybody in here alive? He's talking about us. I say this to you by the word of the Lord, that we which are alive and remain until the coming of the Lord, we shall not prevent them, we shall not hinder them, we're not going to stand in the way of them which are already asleep. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout. When Jesus come back for the church, it's going to be loud. It's going to be loud. And you know what? I bet he's looking for some loud people. He ain't coming back for no sleepy church. He's not coming back for no dead church. He's coming back for a people that's alive and loud. Give the Lord, give him a great hand clap. Jesus is coming. Jesus is coming. Jesus is coming. Glory to God. Look at the scripture says. He shall come back with a shout with the voice of the archangel and with the trump of God and then the dead those precious saints that have passed on the dead in Christ shall rise first then here we go we which are alive hallelujah he's going to take us to be with him alive we won't ever, we don't, you know, can you imagine? We can go to heaven. We can see Jesus without ever dying. That's for us. Death, where is thy sting? Grave, where is thy victory? Oh, ain't no devil in hell that can stop me. Ain't no grave that can stop me. I'm getting ready to see Jesus. You ain't gonna have to have no funeral for me because in a moment I'm gonna be changed and be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air and so shall we ever be with the Lord the greatest the greatest vision the greatest objective of any child of God is to see Jesus I gotta see Jesus I want to see Jesus more than I want money in the bank I want to see Jesus more than my favorite football team winning a game I want to see Jesus more than I want to see you I want to see Jesus if I got to be the only one in the building, I want to see Jesus. If I'm going to be the only one that's going to shout, I want to see Jesus. Glory, hallelujah. Because he's coming. He's coming. <clears throat> the Bible says we're going to be caught up to meet him together. Somebody say caught up. When I looked up the word caught up in the Greek, the word caught up is harpezo. And it means to seize suddenly. Or to snatch. That's how he's going to come get us. It's going to be suddenly. And I pray, I pray. I said, Lord, if it be all right with you, come get me in the middle of a red hot worship service. Amen. Amen. That's where I want to go. I want to be right in the middle of jumping. 
I want to be right in the middle of saying Hallelujah over here and Hallelujah over there. Woo, glory to God. I want to be praising. I want to be worshiping. I want my eyes on him. I want my antennas up. I want to be ready. Hallelujah. To be caught up, to be seized suddenly or to be snatched. In Latin, the word is rapio, which means to carry away. And it's from the Latin word that we get the word rapture. Hallelujah. Is Jesus coming? Is he going to snatch us away? Hallelujah. Jesus promised us. He promised us. In John's gospel, Jesus said, in my father's house, there are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. But I'm going to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, guess what? I will come again. And I'm going to receive you unto myself that where I am, there you may be also. Oh, thank you, Lord. He's been working on my mansion for a long time. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome. Nothing in this world is going to be compared to what he's prepared for us. The Bible says eyes have not seen. Ears have not heard. It haven't even entered the imagination of man what God has prepared for them that love him. Oh, it's going to be glorious. When we get on those streets of gold, brothers and sisters, we be able to sing that song. It's going to be worth it all. <laughs> It's gonna be every heartache, every trial, every disappointment, everything that you felt that you lost. It will be worth it all. Every hand clap, every church service, every time I got no bullshit. Every time we got to the altar, it's gonna be worth it all. Nothing can compare to what God has for us. Hallelujah! It's gonna be glorious. In the last few months, there's been so much death everywhere. Death by the thousands. This virus taking out people left and right. Many people you know, many people we've all heard of. Pastors, evangelists, precious saints, all snatched away by way of this virus. Death. But then I began to think about it. I lost my mom two weeks ago, 96 years old. God graced her with many years. But as I went to her funeral and I looked at her in that casket and I looked at death in the face, a peace came over me. And the Holy Ghost began to tell me, precious in the sight of God is the death of his saints. I said, Lord, how can that be precious? My mama's dead. He said, she's not dead. She's more alive than you can. <laughs> Hallelujah. It's not over in this world. There's another world coming. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. God got it all in control. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, beginning at verse 51. 1 Corinthians 15, beginning at verse 51, the Apostle Paul tells us today, Behold, 
I'm going to show you all a mystery. We shall not all sleep. Not all of us are going to die. But we all shall be changed in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trump. For that trumpet shall sound, and when it does, the dead shall be raised incorruptible. And we shall be changed, for this corruptible shall put on incorruption, and this mortal shall put on immortality. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. And I believe it's going to be sooner than we think. So in light of these facts, how should you and I be living our lives? Because what we believe about the future affects how we live today. Amen. Amen. So don't tell me you believe Jesus is coming and you walk around full of carnality. Don't tell me you believe the Lord is near and you don't pray. And let me just say this, and I might get in trouble. But I don't care. Don't tell me you believe in the word of God and you come to church without your body. We've got to be people of the word. We need to be armed and dangerous. We need to have a relationship with the scriptures that we carry with us in our cars. We carry it with us on the job. We, we, some people had Bibles in every room in their house. Them old time saints, you never saw a saint of God without their Bible. They come into church, they carry the family Bible. But they wouldn't come unarmed. Hallelujah. My brothers and sisters, Jesus is coming. We need to be close to him as we ever been before. We need to hold on to the word of God. Look at how we ought to be living. Amen. The Bible tells us in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 58, this is how we ought to be conducting ourselves. Therefore, my beloved brethren, the apostle Paul said, be ye what? Be steadfast. That means have your feet planted I ain't moving from the doctrine I'm not moving from my church I'm not moving from my commitments hallelujah I'm gonna be steadfast like a tree planted by the waters not only does he said be steadfast but be unmovable don't let the things of this life move you don't let politics move you don't rate all don't let the racial upheaval all over the country move you you be steadfast you be unmovable you keep your eyes on the prize can somebody say hallelujah somebody say always abounding that means continually growing in the work of the Lord listen we ought to be busier now than ever teaching Bible studies we ought to be busier now than ever witnessing to the lost we ought to be busier now than ever doing the work of the kingdom yeah. hallelujah for as much you know your labor is not in vain God is taking note the Apostle Peter, 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 14. How should we act? How should we be responding in the light of the coming of the Lord? 2 Peter chapter 3 and verse 14. Peter says, Wherefore, beloved, 
seeing that you look for such things, seeing that you say you believe Jesus is coming, be diligent that you may be found of him in peace without spot and blameless. Be diligent. Diligent means it takes effort. Amen. It takes sacrifice. You've got to be committed. Yes. Hallelujah. Knowing that he's coming soon. The Apostle Paul in 1 Corinthians chapter 1 at verse number 7 answers the question, what should we be doing in the light of the soon return of the Lord? Paul said in 1 Corinthians chapter 1 and verse 7, So that you come behind in no gift waiting for the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. We shouldn't come behind in no gift. All the spiritual gifts ought to be operating full speed ahead. Hallelujah. I mean to tell you it's not just for the pulpit and not just for the ministers. It's for you out there. There ought to be spiritual gifts operating in every service till Jesus comes. Somebody ought to come with a word. Somebody ought to have a word of prophecy. Somebody ought to have a word of edification. We ought to be in an atmosphere where the Holy Ghost move right on in. Any service God can interrupt at any time. When somebody feel the unction of the Holy Ghost to stand up and speak in tongues. We need to have spiritual gifts operating in the church. Hallelujah, we are in the end times. Glory to God. And God wants to use you. Glory to God. So you need to make yourself available to him. Amen. Philippians chapter 4 and verse number 5. Glory to God tells us how we ought to be conducting ourselves as we see the Lord approaching. Amen. The book of Philippians chapter 4 verse 5 it says, Let your moderation, that word moderation means your Christian witness. Let it be known unto all men. The Lord is at hand. Let it be known. Let people know who you are. You don't have to be a secret disciple. A private eye for Jesus. <laughs> and there's some people work with you, go to school with you, rub shoulders with you, and they don't even know you saved. Let your Christian lifestyle be a light to everybody that you around. Why? Because Jesus is coming. The Lord is at hand. Hallelujah. You don't know how many people out there are looking for somebody just like you. You don't know how many people out there that's hurting. How many people got questions and they're wondering, is there somebody that know the way? They're looking for you. Your neighbor across the street is looking for you. The guy at the grocery store, he's looking for you. Let your lifestyle shine. Hallelujah. First Timothy chapter 6. First Timothy chapter 6 and at verse number 14. Paul wrote to Timothy, keep his commandments and do it without spot, unrebukable until the appearing of our Lord Jesus Christ. Brothers and sisters, we need to conduct ourselves in holiness. We need to conduct ourselves in holiness, in our thinking, in our attitudes, in our dress, hallelujah, without spot. We need to turn off the TV, turn off the distractions. Don't be trying to look like the world, act like the world, love not the world. But we need to be focusing every day. How can I get closer? How can I be more like him? What more needs to change in me, Lord? Search my heart. If there's any wickedness in me, take it out. No spot. No wrinkles. That should be our attitude, Lord. Amen. Put the iron of the Holy Ghost on me and just straighten me out. Yes. Somebody say hallelujah. hallelujah. 
Oh, I yearn for this, folks. I can't hardly wait. I can't hardly wait. I think about old, old Andre Crouch. Y'all remember Andre Crouch? He did a song years ago. I can't hardly sing, but Andre did a song years ago. He said, it won't be long. When we'll be leaving here, it won't be long. We'll be going home. And then he said, count the years as months. <laughs> you know that song? Count the years as months. Then he said, count the months as weeks. Amen? Count the weeks, count the weeks as days. Any day now, we going home. Just like the great apostle Paul, and I'm getting ready to close. Musicians, would you come? Paul said, 2 Timothy chapter 4 and verse 8. Henceforth, there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness which the Lord the righteous judge shall give me he gonna give me at that day not to me only but to all them that love is appearing are you watching are you expecting Paul wrote to Titus looking for that blessed hope and the glorious appearing of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. What are y'all looking at? What are y'all looking to? Hallelujah. John wrote this. First John chapter 2. First John chapter 2, verse 28. And he goes over to chapter 3. And this is what John says to us. He's saying this to us. And now little children, he's looking at all of us as little children. And now little children, abide in him, stay in him, live in him. That when he shall appear, we may have confidence and not be ashamed before him at his coming. If you know he's righteous, you know everyone that doeth righteousness is born of him. Behold. What manner of love the Father has bestowed upon us. That we should be called the sons of God. Therefore the world knoweth us not because it knew him not. And then he says, beloved, now. Everyone say now. Right now are we the sons of God. It does not yet appear what we shall be. We don't know. But we know that when he shall appear, we shall be like him. For we shall see him as he is. Let's stand together. I thought it was kind of interesting when Pastor got up this morning and began to talk to you about this article concerning this rabbi and the Messiah. 
I got an email last night from a very prominent district official in the UPCI. And he sent this email, and I want to read it to you as we close out. He said, I, I want to bounce some things off of you. As you know, the former pastor of this local church taught that Jesus would possibly return around the time of the annual Feast of Trumpets, which happens to be September 18th and the 19th. He said, there are a lot of things happening in a space of a very short time that seems to be prophetic in nature. Everything below that I'm sending you is taken right out of the news. I'd be very interested in your thoughts as well as what you are feeling in the spirit. And then he began to list just a few things. He said, there's been a Middle East peace accord. It was signed two weeks ago with the United Arabs Emirates. And just this week, yet another Middle East peace accord is to be signed in the middle of the Feast of Trumpets. Senior rabbis in Jerusalem are saying that they are ready to blow the shofar this Feast of Trumpets on the Temple Mount for the first time since Titus destroyed it in 70 AD. Then he wrote, there are other prophetic events, there's all kinds of information and things are lining up like world banking, wars and rumors of wars, famine, this virus, signs in the heavens, unprecedented fires. We're moving toward a cashless society. They're putting chips into humans right now. Hate politics, societal division, and the world is looking desperately for a man of peace. And then he says, as he closes, he said, I am, I am extremely stirred. I am not, I would not say that I know the day nor the hour, but it's definitely on my mind. I am on high spiritual alert. If this is not the time of the coming of the Lord, it is at least a wake-up call for the church. A foreshadowing of how easily, how quickly, and even perhaps how quietly it could happen. And then the last sentence. My biggest concern. Over 500 people saw the Lord ascend up into heaven. 500 eyewitnesses. 500 people saw the angels appear and say, why are you gazing this same Jesus? And the same 500 people were told by Jesus to go to Jerusalem and wait for the promise. But when the Holy Ghost fell, there was only 120. How many could miss the rapture when it comes? How many have been warned and encouraged to wait for that promise?
That saith the Lord. Father, if there's anything inside of me that, that's not right, take it away from me. Lord, I repent. I repent of all my sins. I repent of my attitude. Father, forgive me of being slothful and lazy. Forgive me, Lord God, of taking you for granted. Oh God, search my heart right now. Lord, I don't want to be lost. I don't want to be left behind. The rapture only comes one time. God, I pray that I be counted worthy to escape all the judgments that's coming on this world. Purge me with thy hyssop and I shall be clean. Wash me, Holy Ghost. Wash me. And I shall be whiter than snow. Hallelujah. All over this church, this whole area is turned to an altar. You need to kneel, you kneel. You want to cry, you cry. You want to come to the front, you come to the front. But before the hand of God is moving upon us right now, preparing us to get us ready. Seek ye the Lord while he may be found. Young lady, you need to repent of your sin. You need to get baptized today. Some of you that are at home right now watching, you've not been born again. I'm telling you right now in the name of Jesus Christ you don't have a lot of time you need to leave where you are and make your way down to the church come now and submit to being born again in the name of Jesus receive the gift of the Holy Ghost as God has promised us all over this church sir you don't need to be so proud hallelujah let those tears flow come on Jesus is coming hallelujah come on Come on, young man, come on. Give your life to Jesus with all your heart. The same Jesus that we preach about, the same Jesus, he's coming again, he's coming again. It's going to be sooner than you think. Could it be next week at the Feast of Trumpets? No man know the hour. No man knows the day. But Jesus said, you can know the watch. He's coming. Come on, come on, come on. Let's pray for others. Pray for your family members that are not saved. This prayer today could make the difference. Come on, pray with all your heart. Oh, God. God. After all the years, after all the years, God, don't let me come this far and not make it in. Lord Jesus, I lean upon your mercy. Lord Jesus, I lean upon your grace. Save us. Save us, oh God, in this untoward generation. If you need to repent, you need to make your mind up right now. Today, I'm going to give my life to you, Lord. Completely, wholeheartedly, Jesus, whatever you want me to do. Whatever you want me to do, I'll do it, Lord. There's nothing in this world worth missing the rapture over. There's nobody in this world worth missing the rapture over. There's no pleasure in this world worth missing the rapture over. Come on. Repent of your attitude. Some of you got too much pride. Come on. Break yourself against the rock. Come on and yield to the Holy Ghost. Come on, Grandmama. God loves you. He loves you. Come on, teenager. Jesus is coming.
get ready prepare yourself get ready for the rapture the sounding of the trumpet the same Jesus is coming continue to pray if you need to be baptized let us know we're ready to baptize you right now in the only name that saves in the name of Jesus Christ baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ for the remission of your sin and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost this promise is to you and it's to all your children it's to all that are far off at the time of your ignorance the Lord winked at it but now he commanding every man everywhere every man everywhere to repent turn around change your ways turn around come to Jesus now don't wait another service. Don't wait another moment. Come now. There's some things that you know you've done wrong. You need to get it right today. Get it straight today. As we sing, we want you to continue to pray. The Holy Ghost is here. In the name of Jesus, receive you the Holy Ghost. Those that need the Holy Ghost, open your heart. Receive it. Let it flow in. Loose your tongue and let that language flow from inside your inner being. In the name of Jesus.